0: Well, folks, welcome back to the Manflaw podcast. This is the first time in several episodes that we've even introduced ourselves as the Manflaw podcast, but that's what we are. Wow, I
1: mean, I, I didn't realize we were coming out the gate so official this this episode, but yeah, I, you know, many are made, fewer watched. Um, I guess what our mission statement would be, I think we've been working on it a little bit, but uh, with so many movies to watch in the world, our plan was to just watch two a week and talk about them. So we got a lot of runway, as Zach has said
0: um to do this podcast till the i guess end of our days. Well, how many how many movies come out a week? So maybe like if there's more movies coming out per week, then we got to do more, more we got to do more movies. <laughs> <laughs> Too many
2: movies, man. Too many. No,
1: I, yeah, dude. I, I I would say there's I would say at least average 3 3 movies a week come out.
0: Well, that's just in the In the U.S., right? Like, there's that's not counting for foreign films. Yeah, that's not counting for for independent movies that don't even get theatrical releases or straight to DVD. Like, I would say then maybe fifteen
1: a week. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That seems so. You're saying if I said fifteen, that'd be like what? Close to a thousand movies a year. That's that's
0: crazy. I think all this all this to say, we'll never run out of material exactly <laughs> so here's my question would
1: if you know 20 years from now obviously i'm the oldest let's say thir- 30 years from now and you know i'm gone hmm. do you two keep going do y'all become like Cisco and ebert or, or
0: well i mean or? at that point we'll have enough material and ai will be at the point where it's like you're still <laughs> on the podcast we'll have the junior ai mm. ai junior junior ai junior I don't
1: know, man. That guy might be an asshole. I'm just saying. He... Uh, yeah. You know you
0: know your man.
1: <laughs> he might become a pretentious fuck, bro, and be like, let's watch George Malay's movies from the silent era this week. No? Anybody? Hello?
0: I don't even know who that is, dude, but I'm assuming it's somebody from the silent era.
1: Well, he's like the first great like cinematic director. He made uh, The Man on the Moon. You ever seen that little short? Where the the rocket like hits the moon high, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah, that that guy, that guy, he was the I guess first great director. Um, but that's our history lesson for this week like episode you. of the Manfall.
0: What have you guys been up to? Did y'all do anything good this week? Y'all excited mm. for what is it Martin Luther King Day tomorrow? Is, uh, or is I, it I'm President's excited Day? About the Last of Us. Oh I mean, yeah, that, did that come out? That comes out today at eight, I think something like that.
1: and yeah. listeners when you're listening to this Margaret king day was probably like four weeks ago
0: and yes. last of yes, us yes, is yes. probably on episode five maybe actually six <laughs> weeks ago <laughs> and i
2: can only just imagine like i remember the last of us uh the first like i don't know if it's the first 30 minutes or the first hour but it was like pretty fucking rough and i i want to see how they do that in, in you know on
0: film so that's, that's it has uh,
1: mr mandalorian himself right pedro pascal
0: pedro pascal oh pedro (laughs) pascal
1: isn't uh isn't nick offerman in it too from you know parks and rec fame yeah he's
2: in there yeah i don't i don't know what he played. have you not played the games josh yeah
0: i played the first one the most important he's the he's the guy whenever he's going through the town who has like the booby trapped area oh the guy that uh, ellie picked
2: up like a a, a magazine and it was like a, yikes like oh man he was into this yeah. like just them hey to hey maybe he was moment.
1: into it for the articles dude How, don't
0: judge bro okay well I'm sure, I, I'm I'm sure, sure. he also said that too <laughs> I'm sure there's also like it's the end of the world that's like rare like if you were a avid reader before the apocalypse and like you can't get access to any new reading material you're gonna oh, covet that's any true. like material even if it's like something even if it's playgirl
1: and yeah. you you posed in it as my Concho
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah for sure
2: my Con- <laughs> You said my Concho or Mike my Concho I probably didn't enunciate or <laughs> I don't know it. Why I thought it, like <laughs> 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 but anyways
0: yeah <laughs> so what how was your uh week no, that's good I just you know did my work worked out ran four miles yesterday oh wow good. up from I'll your let- three. Yeah, no. I felt like shit afterwards. I was not prepared for it. I thought it was. Got back felt great. It was just one extra mile. Well, I mean, usually I run 2 miles and then I'll do like oh, 1 okay. 5k during the week. This time oh, I did okay. like a little more. But mm. yeah, you know, just trying to well, try what to was beat the intention my fucking, of that. Well, I'm I'm obviously trying to get in shape as a New Year's resolution and we're mm. pretty early on into the new year, so that has that has bearing on me like trying to Push myself further there in that area. Mm, okay.
2: Just trying to pull a Vegeta man. Just to, Or a or, or, or Goku to go even further beyond. Well, I
0: work out like Vegeta now. I have a 50 pound vest that I wear while I'm running.
2: Oh, yeah. And you go and, and, and Zaynab has like a, a a dome capsule place where you go and 50 times grab Exactly.
0: Basically, <laughs> when I move, it just looks like there's drawn lines instead of (laughs) extreme speed
1: Uh, that that's that's my week you know just working and for our listeners who's vegeta just you know i feel like we need to start filling in some of the blanks because even you know
2: he's a character from dragon ball z okay from dragon ball z prince of all sands uh from the planet vegeta from his dad vegeta and this isn't a joke. This is this is real. <laughs> not to be confused by King Vegeta
0: or the planet. Vegeta. Well, you know what? Technically, he would be king, but you know, yeah, he, he, would. he he loved and honored his father so much that he always saw him as King Vegeta, and he would never take yeah. that.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that is so.
0: True. As a mini segue, maybe not into
1: the movies, but the <laughs> genre that we're covering. So I guess you could say Dragon Ball Z is fantasy,
2: right? I mean, Dragon, Dragon Ball Z is more like science yeah. fiction, <laughs> actually science fiction closely yeah
1: well i mean and you know we've discussed that in the past how some genres can kind of go into other genres because like a superhero movie was technically would be considered fantasy it's a fantasy genre movie it's it depicts a world that's not necessarily natural or real you know superman flying through the sky and and sure i mean i guess if you want to loosely
0: define fantasy and not you know when we're talking about genres
1: Literally, I think that's what fantasy film talks about. It's just an absence of naturalism or realism like to tell your story.
0: Yeah, but you know, you know when people say fantasy so say they Lord they're talking the Rings, about elves it, and stuff. Yeah, but yeah I was well, that's say, what that's Lord what, what the I'm the, saying. You, it's a superhero you, you, movie. You, I think you don't want to be
1: you're you're I think buttonholing the fantasy genre no, by but, I think, but, saying it's just but, elves. But that's dwarves. ridiculous
0: because you could say then that Die Hard is a fantasy movie. You could say any movie is a fantasy movie because it is fantastical and not happening in reality.
1: Yeah, you could. But I mean, it, quit it, buttonholing it, <laughs> Yeah, like, but it's, 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 that's an action film. Because look, there's, yes, the idea of, again, I think one of the things I've been taking away as we've been doing this genre series is it like so action, the whole point of action is explosions chase scenes everything like a plot of the story doesn't matter as long as it has all i mean we 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 very well learned that in watching the worst episodes of action movies right like action is just about action so like that's the main premise of the movie the plot doesn't have to always hold up because the whole point is an action film kind of like art house cinema like which i think some of the movies one of the movies we watched this week kind of falls in that category too where Art house cinema is just like it's all about just the imagery of the art visual art like it doesn't have to have a plot like the whole point of it is just bro that movie had this. a plot well it did it had a message but at the same time it's very eclectic and it's like you know yes there's a lesson at the end of the movie and we'll get into it. but overall there's a lot of just imagery so like you could just you could easily just look at that movie with the volume off and still enjoy it as a piece of art oh
0: yeah dude just drop some acid and fuck your mind yeah dude <laughs> yes dude. Yeah, well, I yes i forgot what part in there
1: like i will probably talk when we get start talking about it, i'll probably remember but I, I said dude if i was on acid right now and that happened i would just i had it. a
0: scene in that too where i leaned over to zayna and i was like dude if i was on shrooms right now <laughs> <laughs> actually I, I remember
1: where it was is when he was talking about um you know they're in that little room and the like it starts spinning that it starts spinning and i'm like dude if i was on acid right now i like i guarantee you i would have been transported to another world like dorothy and the wizard of Oz. <laughs> like it just it just it just felt like when it stopped i was like i feel like i'm in a different place so but uh but no yeah i mean fantasy i mean what do you th- i mean obviously you think of elves and dwarves well i would say that most people
0: especially whenever we're category categorizing movies and like fiction and things like that. When you go into a section that's labeled fantasy, it typically has elements like that. They're not always going to have elves or dwarves, but there's like fantasy world elements, right? Where when we talk about fantasy world, we talk about a world of magic and things like that. That's what I'm referring to. And that's what I think most people refer to.
1: So let's look at the uh, Oxford Dictionary of Film Studies. Let's see what it says about fantasy film. Any type of fiction film that does not aim at naturalism or realism or verse or similitude, what does that mean, Josh? For similitude, like anybody, or, uh,
2: that's a that's a made up word,
1: <laughs> but. <laughs> but which creates and explores impossible alternative or magical worlds by cinematic means. Yeah. And there's, a, there's still a whole bunch of other stuff on here, but it lists some examples like uh, John, John Cocteau's The Beauty and the Beast, mm-hmm. uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Uh, the Thief of Baghdad, I mean, that's an older movie. It says superhero movies. Conan the Barbarian would be an epic fantasy. So it lists some things here. Pan's Labyrinth by Guillermo del Toro. The Shape of Water. So so I guess, like, yes, you, I think most people probably will tend towards what you're saying, but I guess it's a lot more broad
0: when we talk about fantasy films, like, by but definition. I'm, I'm pretty sure that I said, you know, worlds that have magic they don't necessarily have to adhere to you know elves and dwarves so right. you know i did the broad bro- broad strokes i got it right why do you, you feel fail, like you bro. were attacked bro you <laughs> failed bro I- why do you <laughs> feel you like, fail, like you, you
2: failed, bro i win like that's what it's all about right <laughs> <laughs> now i'm curious it's like what the
1: fuck does very ver- mean in-, in movies now i gotta look that up later um thank goodness <laughs> But I guess this way, I guess we can announce the movies we, we watched. We watched uh, the Seven Seal by Igmar Bergman and the Holy
0: Mountain by Alejandro Jodorowsky. Um, Jodorowsky.
2: So he made the Old Dune, right? No, or was it? it, no, it they he never, never finished, made it. right? He, he never made it. So never, okay. he
0: kept pitching it. He was pitching it to execs and it just kept getting wilder and wilder. Y'all should watch a documentary on it. It's really I think really I saw an
2: episode of this I saw an episode of The Simpsons that Krusty made about which was essentially Dune that it that was never finished. So I guess that was in reference to that. I never yeah. knew what that hmm. what it was. That. Well,
1: and that's what's so yeah, crazy the about these two movies. Like Zach Josh is just referencing that. Like I think these two movies have a lot of impact in like social culture. Through the years, that it gets referenced or emulated a lot, but uh, but it's crazy because I think I saw something because when I saw that, I was like, "Wait, how did, how did how did?" I know not know he did Dune, but then I kind of found like, "Yeah, it never happened." But I guess David Lynch was a huge Hodorowski fan, and it's isn't he the one that eventually took over Dune, the the one that was made? He did take over Dune. It's
0: nothing like the vision that. Um
1: right but i just i found it interesting when i saw that i was like oh that's crazy david lynch was a huge um you know hodorowsky fan sorry hodorowsky and and he was trying to make dune and david lynch eventually because wasn't there problems on the actual first dune like budget like it was like a mess and then david lynch came in to finish it or something like that
0: i don't know i don't think they even ever started filming uh The Unfinished, or the Jodorowsky's No, 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 I'm saying the actual Dune
1: one, like I think David Lynch wasn't the first director, I thought, or maybe I heard what I saw read wrong maybe I interpreted
2: it wrong, but So there was no film footage of it? No, so if you watch
0: the documentary Jodorowsky's Dune, it's basically like he was putting together he has a bunch of this like big sketchbook of like all these ideas that he had put, it's like a thousand pages or like 500 pages of just like concepts that he was trying to put together and like when you think about what happened with the holy mountain and how crazy that shit was just imagine i mean i don't know i don't know if y'all have read dune but y'all i think watched at least the newest one yeah i watched the newest one i have never seen the older one just imagine like uh, dune is really like about consciousness and time and all these things and imagine what this motherfucker who did the holy mountain is gonna fucking do with a fucking sci-fi religious fucking yeah, sand worlds time travel shit
1: this guy was a character man like does it does it go into that in that in that documentary of him
0: yeah yeah no he's he's out there bro <laughs> like he's very eclectic um
1: i know he has a book because as, as i was kind of uh i watched i think i purchased uh the holy mountain to watch it and so it had like some extras and um, there was one where he's talking about the tarot cards and that, you know, we'll get into it in a minute, but the, I think the biggest piece is like, he's so obsessed with tarot cards. It's like, like he, he has studied them. He even wrote a book about it, but you know, just the more stuff I found out, like he, so when we did the best, when we did the Westerns genre, like I, I've came across one of his, I think I mentioned it before El Topo. It's considered an acid, acid Western. So I think it's like his second movie um, um, that he made and, and so th- when i was kind of reading up after watching the holy mountain i didn't realize like that movie was like the advent of the midnight movie el topo so it, it started playing at midnight at like the elgin theater i want to say in new york and john lennon of the beatles like saw it him and yoko ono they were fans of it they got he, he got the manager involved uh, alan klein and so it's just crazy like i guess he's the father the godfather of the midnight movie through el topo but through that, that success, Alan Klein produ- like invested in The Holy Mountain. So <laughs> they make The Holy Mountain, right? And then I guess he's trying to get him to make this other movie and gives him a $200,000 advance. And Hodorowsky's like, no, nah, I don't want to do it now. Like he gets the money, but he's like, no, nah, I don't want to make your movie. So Klein basically puts El Topo and, Hodor- and uh, The Holy Mountain into the vault for like 30 years. They didn't get re-released until 2007 and when 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 alejandro's talking about it, he's like look i i always knew i was going to live to 100 years so like what's 30 years like i i knew that they would come back out and they would like get the notoriety that like so very like kind of narcissistic in a way but very eclectic very like he's out there he's a very interesting character for sure
0: yeah, dude. That What what were y'all thinking when you first start? It first started like I'd never seen it before. I'm assuming neither of y'all had either, right? What the fuck? Like the that 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 was my thought. What the fuck? Well, I, you know,
1: as, as the guy who you know is sort of the research department, but also because I like to watch a lot of movies, I was like, what am I getting myself in here? So I watched um, El Topo. I watched El Topo first, but there's there's not a lot of like similar. Like this is definitely you know i think he tackled a lot of the same things or at least religious there's a lot of religious symbolism in in el topo
0: but it's kind of a
1: western so it's very bare you
0: gotta be like a newborn child dude open to experiencing (laughs) things for the first time dude that's the true way dude especially okay okay hey look you you have your way and i have my way you know
2: you're
1: right at the end of the day there is no right way it's just life dude No, I think you should definitely I feel
2: feel the same way though. Like it's like, there's so many different people that experience things in different ways. Like, yeah. So
1: Josh, what, what were you expecting when we, uh,
2: I wasn't, whatever you told me I was expecting literally, which whatever the log line or the description was, which was a man trying to attain Godhood or something like that. I I don't know exactly what it was, but that's roughly what I remembered.
0: So what would you say the log line is Zach? Probably something along the lines of in a world devoid of <laughs> uh, morality, I- individuals search to purify and attain godhood. Okay. Yeah. The
2: nine celestial bodies obtain att- attempt attempt to obtain godhood or some shit no, like that, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: No. Yeah. No. For I mean, there's a lot of. I would say, listeners, there's a lot of symbolism, there's a lot of um, analogies, a lot of things like that that happens in a movie, a lot of imagery, but uh, yeah, I mean, ultimately, like the way it opens up is it opens up on this poor, drunken thief of a man um, who somehow becomes a Christ-like figure, right? And wow. from there, his journey unfolds and he comes into contact with the man called the Alchemist and from there they go on a journey to you know, what Zach just said, discover obtain the obtaining Godhood. Yeah. Obtain yeah. obtain immortality and Godhood and find out the secrets of the world. Which oh, yeah. I don't know, should we do the spoiler first or we just talk about it? But I would just say ultimately the ending is kind of like to me, the scene in uh The Matrix when, you know, Minio's going to see the Oracle for the first time. It it's kind of like, there is no spoon. It's you that bends, kind of message,
0: ultimately, in this movie, I feel like. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, there is no secret to enlightenment. Life right. is life. Uh-huh. You make what you can of yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's,
2: that's, <laughs> it might be a little bit of a spoiler, but like, at the end of the movie, I was just like, oh, it's this, the movie is trying to tell us to touch grass. Pretty much. It's essentially what the yeah, movie is. Yeah, you mentioned the- that. So, what <laughs> is
1: that? You said that's from, a, a-, 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 a- what is it? A long, oh, ev- like, like on the Evangelion.
2: rebuild series of yeah, on Evangelion at the end of the rebuild series, spoilers, um, it's essentially telling you that the main theme is telling you to live life. Touch grass, just live life. <laughs>
1: <You> <laughs> yeah, know? Josh mentioned that, but I was like, what? I obviously I don't know what the reference is because I haven't. Well, seen I mean, that it's
0: yet. not only reference that's not just a, a reference from Evangelion. It's just something in general that's used at this level of meme it's a meme worthy saying that's like you're spending too much time and the sh- the shit that you're obsessed with go outside experience nature just like you yeah. need to get the fuck away from whatever you're doing in order to like get clarity there's a
1: lot to unpack in both of these movies more so i think in the holy mountain for me just because it's so vibrant um like some of the things that he and some of the like future shit he's talking about, like this movie's made in what, 1972, 73 in Mexico. And, you know, some of the things he like, when they go into the character breakdown of, of the, of the politicians and industrialists that they're trying to recruit to be part of their, 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 you know, band of thieves to take over the Holy mountain. It's like, Oh shit. What? When he's talking about the, we had the, the, what was her name? Was it? Uh, fuck. The one who makes a toys, the toys for children. And she's like, "Oh, we have this machine that it can we can put in the information, the current political landscape, and we can know in 15 years who we're going to go to war for." And so we'd make like I was like, "Damn, bro, this is 1970."
0: And he's saying this, and a lot bro, of, like, but like they were of- doing that shit. They've been doing that shit forever, though, dude. Like, right? Like- but making it where it's an
1: algorithm, you know, like in this, like it's just it just felt like yes. I mean, those ideas were already there. IBM and all those major, you know, tech companies or research r&d places you know were postulating a lot of that but to see it depicted in that movie like that i mean the dude he was
0: literally he was a genius he is a genius and rightfully very arrogant like (laughs) (laughs) well and i think the biggest thing for me is in that piece it's the whole
1: what we have found out about youtube and social media platforms that negativity gets pushed up higher on the algorithm, because it gets interacted with more, right? And it's just well, like,
0: it, For whatever reason, like, right, we, for whatever, we reason. just love the right. negativity, like, you, people don't interact with good news. They're like, Fuck that. I <laughs> want, Fuck that noise. I want, I want existential Man. dread, I want, I want to ask the questions that are asked in the seventh seal, you know, what is life? What is sure. death? Is God here? Sure. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure,
2: but y- you don't want to see on the news a happy dog. <laughs> like, we're uh, this dog's turning fifteen today. You're like, oh, this is what a cute boy. No, yeah. because
0: like at the end of the day, like it, you, they see, most people see it as a waste of their time. They're like, if I wanted to see a dog, I wouldn't have tuned into the news to get the information that I need about the world. Sure. You know? Yeah. I mean, but I don't sure. even know if anything's it's,
2: a waste of time to someone else. I mean, right? And
0: and I don't even think it's like
1: yes, to a point. Yes, you're you're getting all the news because you want to. Find out information, but how much of it is kind of? What I've picked up when Josh said is like nobody really wants to see somebody else's happiness because they're so fucked up in their own life that they can't see the grass. Right? Kind of going back to what y'all were saying earlier. I'm the right. happiest person in the world, dude.
0: I've, I've, <laughs> I'm pure. I'm a ray of lights. So like I, I am, I am feces turned gold, bro. Like I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dude that that that's so funny because i feel
1: like feces and dung were were parts of both of these movies right um but you know in, in the seven Seal was taking a dump on the shoreline basically and i'm like what is going on with shit in both of these movies like seems like a, a main they both
2: had a beach in both of the movies <laughs> yeah. too so there's also yeah. some symbolism in that too
1: so what did y'all think like how what is the mess like? We kind of, but I'm saying like this, like how how much religion symbolism plays into this movie? Like, just again, like the the thief who that's Zach has his name up here who becomes some kind of Christ like figure, but just just how it and this is all in the prologue in the opening of the movie. You know he 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 gets he gets he gets blindly drunk, pass out drunk by the supposed religious the industrial religious group i guess right they Mm, um you know they drug they drug him basically by making him drunk and then they use his body and his likeness to create these effigies of christ on you know hanging on the cross and he wakes up and he goes straight into fucking you know the story in, in in the gospels where jesus is like you've turned my father's house into a den of thieves and you could see that those people the nun and and the little Roman soldiers like they had they lived in a storehouse with all this potatoes and all this food and and I think Josh said something about like oh yeah give me your 10 percent right um you know they're living like fat cats and they're using God and religion to make money and I was just like holy fucking shit I was like this shit you know obviously it resonates with us growing up very religiously but just to see it out there and but also kind of layering it into the Hispanic culture of South America and all of that like where religion, how religion has played its part in that whole region of its history, dude, right? Like the friars coming over from Spain and converting all the people. And then just how, again, I think it contrasts that with, oh, yeah, well, you know, the, the church is fine. It has money, it, it can do what it wants, but there's poor people and, you know, they give all they have to the church, but in reality, they need it themselves. It just, I, I don't know. I just felt like, At that beginning, I was like, holy shit, this thing is saying so many things. Um, And a very vivid kind of disorganized and lack of
2: dialogue, right? Very, not a lot of conversation going on in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, the first half of the movie, there was very little dialogue. Did we know what the, I didn't get to see what the tarot card was on that, uh, the guy that he shared a blunt with at the beginning. Like, it was on his back, but I didn't get to see
1: If I remember, it was like a hand with.
2: With like four four people. Yeah, with people
1: sitting on top of the fingers. Um, which I don't know much about tarot cards, um. So that's, I mean, I don't know if you guys do, but I mean, I know that
2: Lord Zed does. Lord Zed does. She, she yeah, she she read my tarot reading. Yeah.
1: So. <laughs> well, and I know he, I know that in that one of the things I saw the little extras of tarot. I guess he and somebody else like reproduced the Marseille, um, tarot tarot tarots of uh, tarot de Marseille tarot cards. I guess from like back in the late fourteen hundreds. That was very popular, and uh, so uh, you know he he definitely is drawn to that stuff, and and he has a book, like I said, that he wrote a book with somebody else about tarot's tarot cards. So like it's it's not surprising that's in his movie. Um, I mean that's that whole scene I think where I thought I was gonna be, if I was on acid I'd go in another world when he's like, the tarot will will tell us the souls or something like that can create a soul. I forgot what the line was. And then the room starts spinning, and there's like this, it looks like like some flower lotus on the I don't know. It just I was like shit if I was on acid right now I would just be like teleported into another world. I probably would have it would have been like the Wizard of Oz story, but on acid.
2: Yeah, like I I think I also mentioned like there was a there was a to you, Junior that there was a like the opening menu and the one scene when he goes up that uh the crawl to that tower and like it's that rainbow room with the two pillars the that camel and uh the alchemist there and that 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 naked chick and i was like this literally looks like a painting mm-hmm. it was the, the just the just the, the wideness the vastness of the shot just made it, it, it i don't know it, it just made it look like a painting i was like this this isn't a movie i'm watching it's, yeah. it's quite literally a painting i'm i'm looking at right now and it's so so good I, I just that one shot because yeah. i would always just i'm like i would love to have that on my wall i would have that on my wall because uh, there's also a lot of uh, I, I, uh throughout the movie there's also like two shots of two uh, uh like a lot there's the two pillars there's the when they were t- i think talking about one planet i forget it was like uh i'm from i forget which one it was the one with the stairways one when there were two people coming down the stairways there's a lot of groups of two going on in this movie, and I'm like, I really like that. The symmetry makes it mm. like a chef's kiss. The alchemy, the the alchemy, yeah,
1: yeah. And and that shot you're talking about when he goes up into and he first meets the alchemist, it's it's, you know, I I don't know if he consciously has said anything or, but it just feels like that moment when. Dorothy opens the door to go into the Wizard of Oz It's like here you have a guy he's he's not in Kansas anymore you know he goes up in there and he walks into this whole new world that he's kind of unaware of and he walks up to
0: Raiden um from Mortal Kombat Annihilation <laughs> <laughs> was that like there was right so like his motivation to do that was that he was coming from corruption wanting to destroy what was giving good to the world is that was that the symbolism there because they cut out that octopus from his neck right and he was like normal afterwards was that octopus or a frog it was an octopus it was an octopus <laughs> bro i was like
2: is this attack on titan whenever he cut the nape of his neck and pulled out something i was like yeah. bro he's a titan
1: <laughs> no i think it was i don't know it, it, again there's so much shit that's layered into his movies i feel like but i kind of felt as if you know, when he first wakes up from his drunken stupor and the, and the uh you know, guy missing legs and arms um brings, like, they you know, they smoke a J, first and foremost, and then, you know, they go kind of start making money. And I just feel like he was trying to make money when he saw that fish hook come down and all that gold was in the bag. I think his intent was to go up there and... And just get, rob him. Right. Um, but there could be other, you know, again, he just left that religious industrial complex you know, um, and tried to hang the likeness of himself in the church, but the priest was sleeping with the other cross in the bed. Like, again, there's just so much shit to unpack in that alone. Um, But so, you know, I I feel like he you know, you know, there could could been that what you're saying, like he's trying to go destroy whoever, I mean, after that whole stuff that went on.
0: It's like his obsession with money is going to you know, kills people, and that's like society, right? Right. Like, and even when, you know, when they recruit all
1: of the people that's going to be part of the team, and the, you know, the alchemist is like, "Burn all your money," and he steals a dollar or two. Yeah. And he's well, like, "You, right. you idiot!" Like, put, like, put, and everybody laughs at the at, at him because he only has like two dollar bills that he just stole. Right. And yeah, to him, the thief is just constantly. Like, he, it's so hard for him to like let go of who he is and even when he's almost there you know he's still trying to be a christ-like figure remember when the 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 lady and the monkey and the kids come up to him he wants to perform a miracle and the alchemist shows him like if you make this this is what's going to happen again kind of just layer in like this is the plight of the world like if you try to help them or give them things um they're just going to fight over it it's not going to solve the problem
0: um you know so yeah no only only people can solve their own problems like if you're out there trying to fucking save everybody that it it doesn't fucking matter they're not getting that that's the whole point of the fucking movie right yeah especially when he does the whole
1: um when you mentioned early he turns the thieves shit into gold right um through alchemy and and that's kind of a kind of crazy scene overall because like wait is the fucking thief smelling the his own burnt shit right now. Like, I feel like he might have actually in the movie because he was throwing up like I mean I wouldn't put it past this actor. I mean this director. Yeah. He said there was a lot of shit he did like, you know, towards the end or I don't remember where where the helicopter lands by that temple. He goes we didn't have a permit for that. I had a guy
0: dressed up like a police officer directing traffic. We had the <laughs> so helicopter drop the, there. They were <laughs> on a fucking actual, the, I'm pretty sure it's the actual uh, yes. pyramid we went and saw. Yes, it is. It's Chichen Itza. I saw it in the, like. And uh, that I dock, read. that dock looked a lot like the dock where we docked yes. whenever we went yes, there.
1: <laughs> yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. I saw that and I was like, wait, we've been there before. And I read it and I said, yeah, that's where they filmed it at. at old, what did the guy say? At old chicken pizza. That's, yeah. that's, that's where I was like, shit, we've been there. And that's why I was like, holy fuck. And I saw that. And like, I don't think you can go up there I go. No. Nope. I know we couldn't, but again I just you just did whatever the <laughs> fuck you wanted to do, bro. Like, I mean it was a different time. <laughs> it was
2: dude it was I was going to say also he's like how many animals do you think were actually hurt? Oh, a really?
1: lot. A lot. A lot. Yeah, all of those frogs and and
0: uh salamanders the dogs got yeah, the, those dogs the were dog, actually fighting. Bro. Yeah. Oh, dude, that too. Exactly.
2: Shit. There was a dog fighting scene.
0: I'm pretty sure those were real crucified skin dogs too. Dude, so <laughs> there was
1: and like, I saw this video essay, like talking about the movie. I, th- I think it was video essay, but the guy said there, there's a couple. Oh, no, no, there was, it was, uh, uh, maybe it was like deleted. Either way, there, so supposedly there was supposed to be something at the beginning where he was going to chop up an actual body. Like, that was the plan to shoot the scene where somebody's chopping up an actual cadaver. And the guy who's saying at the video essay, like, could he did he really have a body probably so you could get anything in mexico in the 1970s (laughs) Um, but he also was supposed to end the movie so the ending was supposed to be the thief and the girl go back you know like he you know the alchemist sends him you know this woman's pure love for you go and live your life whatever they're supposed to end it where they're at a restaurant talking to their friends and a woman was supposed to give birth and he actually had a pregnant woman and he was gonna shoot a live birth. That's how it was gonna end. Like, so it was supposed to be like a chopping up of the body at the beginning, and a, an actual live birth shot on film at the end in a restaurant. until like kind of that 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 symmetry you were talking about, Josh. That's like kind of how it's supposed to be. That yin the yin and yang. Dead that's probably why him. he there was a lot of those two first shots, right? So like, yeah, this guy was extreme. Like he he was he was that's
2: exactly what he was gonna do. But
1: the pregnant woman didn't show up, so they didn't shoot that. They like they She's have footage hurt. of the restaurant, but she didn't show up. <laughs>
2: Bro, that's just so hard to even plan. You know, he's like, "All right, we have the shot, we have the time. All right, now you need to induce <laughs> right now. We have limited time." Like, <laughs> well,
1: again, it's this guy. It, he he does he doesn't have anybody. He doesn't have a fucking line producer. How much money or, did it, this
0: movie cost? Like, because so it's, it's so its production value for the time is just so high. So I think what I heard was,
1: and there's not accurate figures really, but. I think it was like one and a half million was the that's budget a lot for back then. Really? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. And I think because the guy was saying El Topo, which was that acid western I was talking about. I guess they made that for four hundred thousand. So he said at that time in Hollywood, that's like a low budget film. But you can obviously tell, like if you ever watch El Topo. I mean, again, that's a different. He's got he's touching on some of it, but it's it, it's a lot less production value. Like you can tell, like when he's when they're walking through those factories and just the set design, on Yeah. This, there was some money spent on this thing like to get, it. but you know what the crazy part is, is he did all the, the he did all the product the, like the design, the decor. So like, it's like Holy mountain is literally his movie. Like it's, you know, they would just basically build whatever set. And I think he shot it chronologically. So like he was the one who did all the set designs for the most part, or was involved with a lot of it. So it was like, if this movie is his, Complete vision from beginning to end, um, but yeah, no. Is it's, he
2: still it, live or?
1: Yeah, I, I want to say he is. I think he is. I wonder if
2: he does any like artwork or like what does he do now? Oh, so he. Like, he so that in up? that
1: thirty, apparently he he was a he was a comic strip artist.
0: Um. So he's got some oh, comics yeah, yeah, out there. He's, he's worked with Moebius before. Um, okay. I'm not sure if y'all are familiar. He, I think, did worked with him on the InCall.
1: Yes. Yes, I I because I searched his name in Amazon when they were like he's done comics was, and that was the one that pulled up. I Park. have I have that uh, I have the hardcover of that. It's pretty. It's pretty oh, dope. Good. dude, I good love the you. art, Moebius's art, and I think he like he he was doing he he was in he was in theater for a long time too. So before he started shooting movies, he was like a you know theater guy writing and directing theater plays and avant garde theater stuff, and so. Uh, but yeah, no, he's back. I know he there's I guess there's been some movies since I think he started making them back at the beginning of 2000, I think, or or at least I know there's one called Endless Poetry. I saw that he made um, Santa Sagria, I think it's called. And there's another one. Um, I forgot what it's called. But yeah, I mean, he's he's making some movies. He's done a lot of different things. He's written books like, yeah, he, he's he's a very prolific, I guess. That's the word I'm looking for. I mean, yeah. So that in call, what is it like? What is that comic book,
0: Zach? Like, what does he tackle in that? This is a bunch of like high concept, like sci-fi shit. Um, it's hard to come up with a theme, but it's 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 like an acid trip, dude. It's it's insane.
2: It's so bizarre to me that, that just just like how art is just generated, like especially from a man like this, like. Don't you ever wonder, like, where does this all develop, and then, and and then just put into paper or put into film? It's just like,
0: well, I mean, you know, a lot of it has to do with experience and just being open to what's happening and trusting your instincts, and you know, not trying to imitate what's already come. Like, and a lot of what he was doing was processing you know, ideas in society that he saw as toxic and immoral, right? Like the, the capitalization of religion and all these things. So, I mean, it really just depends on like imagination and how willing you are, your brain is to adapt to, to, to following that, you know? That's true.
2: And he is an artist. So, I mean, freedom and which is, did was he, did he have, he, he clearly had some sort of religious uh, upbringing, right?
0: His parents were Jewish-Ukrainian. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. So they were somewhat religious, or is really? I don't know if they were, like, hardcore religious or not. Because, like, usually, like, religion and artistry is usually, like, you know, they, they butt heads. It's like, you can't have freedom. It's got to be like this. It's got to be like this. It's got to be like this. And, it, it, like, it, so you would think that it would limit his art but i guess like he rebelled against this is my idea just thought process because of how uh expressive he is in his artwork that maybe the religion pushed him to his expressionism way beyond the scope of what he is as an artist so like even as an example like when people play video games like there's so many different ways you can approach different things. Like, there's always a the person that does the objectives and plays the game, and that's it. And then there's the people that, what is it, just explore and have fun, do whatever. And then they have, I don't know the exact, I gotta look up the studies, but it was just like people that were, like, I wouldn't say like disciplined or spanked or whatever. It's like those people were always the people that were doing the missions. What were they supposed to do? And the people that weren't necessarily disciplined in like abusively, you know, physically, they were the ones that were just, Oh, I'm just going to explore this world go, whatever, see what happens here. So it's like, maybe that can be translated into how his expressiveness. I don't know. I, I thought there was something there, but I don't know. It thoughts.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, it's interesting to think about that. Cause we definitely got the, our asses beat.
2: Yeah, man. And I do a lot of things on the nose, like, Oh, I got to get these missions. But I'm <laughs> like, I never really explore much sometimes. And I'm like, I need to do that. It's like, no, you got, got color in the lines, boy. boy, (laughs) It's got to make it look pretty.
1: Well, yeah. And I think, I think what you're kind of hitting on, we're going to see a lot more when we talk about the seven seal, like based on what I've read, like Igmar Bergman was a lot of the stuff that he put up there was from his, like his being raised strictly religious by, and just a lot of stuff. He puts his life up on the film a lot of the time. So I don't doubt that's this, but going back to what you were saying as far, or what Zach was saying, like this guy literally had made comments before that I don't, I I, I make movies to lose money because to him, it's art. He, he, it, it, he, you know, he's like, you know, I put things up there. It's my, it's my, it's my visual art. It's my, you know, it's the art that I'm putting up there. And some people are going to like it and some people are, but I'm not making a movie for people for it to make money. Um, so like, mm. he's very, oh, very God, into what he's doing as that's how he sees it. That's how he wants to put it up in the world. You know, his obsession with tarot cards, like I'm talking, am talking about this guy is there, are supposedly there, they, this one guy did a, a written essay or whatever that said, got like, a friend of his or a writer. I don't know if, how they know him, but like that, the guy, he like Hodorowski gave him a reading without the cards. This guy knows the cards so well that he just told the guy, pick any number between one and 21 three or pick three numbers and gave a guy a pretty accurate. Read. So I, I feel like this movie's part of that. A lot of the tarot part, like he, he said in that there's like an extra thing of tarot on the criterion channel that I watched or on the movie I bought. Sorry. And he's talking about tarot and he's talking about all that. Like he was always so intrigued with the, you know, tarot card and what was the meeting. And he like, you know, he broke, And I, he was telling me shit that I had no idea about tarot cards. Like he, you know, there's, you know, there's major arcana and there's minor arcana and there's this and that. And like, he basically said like the Marcel tarot cards had like 78 different cards with it. And he goes, that's 26 card like the poker cards that you play with uh, all card. Like they, they all derive from the tarot card basically. And he goes, and it's funny because the cards you play with poker is 52 cards and that's 26 less than the actual tarot cards and 26 in the Kabbalah is the number of gods. So when you play poker, it's just, you playing poker without God. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like this guy, like going back to what Zach said earlier, like he, he's he got so much, he's like really smart and he's really on another level. And when he puts that out there, you know, it's, it's, you know, in his mind, he's probably seeing it completely different than what we're trying to experience and see. It's still great. It's still crazy visually. Um, A lot of themes, a lot of symbolism, but you know, who knows what it looks like in his head really too, is my That's question. So like, what does it look like in his head?
0: Talking about like this this genius artist, right, just reminded me of this documentary I watched a few years back called Struggle, the Life and Lost Art of Z- Zukulowski. Or Zukulowski. Um, it was produced by Leonardo DiCaprio, but it's basically this dude who I think he was Polish, maybe. Um, but he's got like this similar, like, just high concept fucking vision. And I won't ruin the documentary because it goes through his life and like it's just the most insane thing. I highly recommend watching okay. it. Um, but I might actually watch it today. It's amazing. I think it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's still hmm. on Netflix, but it was good.
1: Today feels like a good documentary day after we wrap. One of the things I, I I saw a quote and it kind of resonated with me and it kind of reminded me of, have y'all seen the movie Bardo yet on Netflix by Alejandro Iñárritu? In-
0: nope.
1: So there's parts of like the beginning of holy mountain that kind of reminds me uh of scenes in there but uh um and it's just this quote that i'm about to say kind of that's why it also made me think of that movie because it's just this it's a great movie basically the premise is this documentarian slash filmmaker um kind of goes through his life as he is in limbo between reality waking life and 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 a altered state of consciousness um, so it's really good and it kind of tackles him as a Mexican filmmaker, the lines he has to you know, walk in order to be accepted by, you know, American colonialism and, you know, stay true to his roots. It's, it's fairly really good, but Hodorowski going back to like when Zach was that Josh was asking about his, like where he was from, like he's a Jew, he was a, uh, what was a Ukrainian Jew, Jewish person, right? Like, so, but he's like, this is a, it's a variation I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, "In Chile, I was a Jew. In Paris, I was a Chilean. In Mexico, I was French. And in America, I'm a Mexican." So, like, he basically was a a prophet with no home, right? Like, uh, he didn't. Everyone always saw him as something different wherever he was, and ultimately, when he was in America, they just saw him as a Mexican. So,
0: um, yeah, dude, in in America, anybody that's from South America is Mexican.
1: <laughs> basically, anyone that's south of where you live is a Mexican.
0: But no, I think there's. Some of
1: that, you know, in, you know, not as much in the Holy Mountain, but I feel like it's there like that, that uh disconnectedness of like identity. Who am I really? Um, at least that's what I picked up uh, from it a little bit. And to be honest, Zach, I don't know if you remember or like remember the poems or at all, but I feel like I caught a lot of like the Wasteland and the Hollow Men in these two movies, like the T.S. Eliot poems. Like, yeah. i feel like there's like there's just i feel like there's they're connected or on the same plane of like you know a lot of imagery symbolism very you know, surrealist type very arc. surreal um through actual imagery though like you know what I mean? it's crazy because yeah. yeah t.s Eliot was uh you know definitely had you, know, you ever very, read the it, savage detectives is that by bolano yeah i think Chilean i read an ha- art- author yeah i read half of it i think it was i was reading your book and then I moved away and I just never finished it.
0: It's got a lot of those vibes, not like in the literal sense, right? In the sense of like, Yodorowsky fucking, like, I feel like his life was probably very similar to the people who were like in this book, the characters in this book that were like trying to be like artists and they were the surrealist uh, poets or whatever. And it's just like, there's such a rich history that of that like era in South America of people who were trying to like create art and do all this interesting, compelling uh, work with, you know, writing, with movies, with poetry, which falls under writing. Uh, But (laughs) no, I thought you just did poetry by speaking like
1: slam poetry. Boom. Uh, But yeah, no, I, no, you, you're right, man. Like, there's so many authors and creators um, from that side of the world that, you know, probably don't get their just desserts or not. Maybe that's not the right word. I'm like, they're, they're just rewards. Like, right. Like, um, I mean, think about uh, what's his name? Who wrote 100 Years of Solitude or Gabriel. And to, yeah. To Love in a Time of Calera. Like those books, those books are, I've never read them, but I, I think one of them is like a magical realism book. Like. Mm-hmm. um, like literature and like, the you know, Neruda, Pablo Neruda, Ner- Neruda. So yeah, N- Neruda. <laughs> but you know, his poet, like, yeah, there's just so much down there that, you know, doesn't, you know, I don't think it's very conscious. And, you know, I think we've talked about that in the past, but it's, you know, a, a lot of whitewashing happens in, in,
0: in, in art and cinema. And, um, oh, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at the planet, in the dead of space, who's, who's to say that the fucking United States and Europe are actually on the top. Why do we orient it that way? Right. It's exactly. all fucking psychological warfare, man. And, in that little extras part,
1: Alejandro Hodorowsky said that he goes countries, that that's an illusion, man. Like the whole point of like me making artists to make people realize that, you know, this is one planet. We're all on this planet together. Um, there's no countries. That, that's an, and that's why I think that's the part where I feel like it's his, part of his life of like never being accepted because he was always something else wherever he was at and then ultimately in America he's you're just a Mexican you know like so um all these all these illusionary lines and you know national nationalities and all this shit we put on each other to separate each other um, as opposed to connecting each other so I, again I think I felt like
0: that bro you sound like me. the antichrist dude one world fucking order dude <laughs> Woo. <laughs> NWO baby isn't that the wrestling New World Order No dude what you're thinking of Is WWF dude The world Didn't they just sell that to the Saudi Arabian Entertainment Group I don't know dude but Saudi Arabia If they actually pull off that long ass city That would be so cool (laughs) What were you going to say Josh
2: I was like that's our That's our built in tribalism It's Mm -hmm. it's so dumb Our caveman DNA just like You different you're different from me. You look different from me. I hate you. Like, <laughs> Fuck, bro. That's so stupid. Well, they, and, that's
0: football, too. It's like, that's why they have different uniforms. It's like, they're <laughs> different than my uniform. I'm going to crush them.
2: Just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it really is. I never thought of it that way. It's just, we are playing a game, but really, in reality, it's just what we put what we actually have a problem as but put into a, a little game that we call It's
0: us <laughs> processing that little caveman part of ourselves that still needs to, you know, get processed, right? That we can't get it out by going out and fucking <laughs> killing our neighbors anymore because we're yeah. fucking dumb cavemen. We have to watch people do it to get that release.
1: Well, isn't that the whole point of they say of horror movies? Like that's what it is. It's it's a way for us to
2: our morbid curiosity or something. Yeah um and
1: i guess it kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier too the the fact that we're we're drawn to negativity because it's a way for us to be like oh well somebody fucking got it you know what i mean <laughs> like some- yeah
2: yeah yeah i did oh god my friend showed me this video this horrible video of this guy getting ugh, i hate even saying it like got hit in the head with an axe and it was like i didn't want to watch it but my morbid curiosity had to watch it
0: and then and it, it stayed with everything. you, and you yes, will always and it see, st- it. Oh, yes, see it. Yes, it's so and h- bad. how
1: would you represent that in a work of art, in a movie, or whatever? I, I would try not to.
2: Like I want God, the beautiful it's things. So bad the sounds, the 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 dread that the it was it was all there, and I was like, I hate you for showing me this like why would you even show he was on there showing me a bunch of things like I ain't watching anymore that you post you you send to me dude that was the one that did it for me
1: so you guys probably don't remember those videos from back when I was like a teenager the faces of death movies
2: oh I remember that that was also disturbing no dude
1: yeah so there were just these movies where kind of what Josh is saying like they would just put together um, edit together like these gruesome death scenes that were recorded um, you know live you know recorded live or whatever and they would just put them on there and it's just a movie it's just called faces of death so you would it would just show all these people dying like by eating by getting eaten by an alligator or you know getting ex- or exploding or whatever it was like you would see some pretty morbid shit on there dude and it's just again yeah. we just love and it's called the faces of death bro it's like we love it's weird it's a, it's a contrast of our double-minded self of as humans we fear death and we don't want to accept death, but we
0: will fucking look at it for whatever reason. I mean, perfect fucking transition to the Seventh Seal, bro. Like, this yeah. topic, like, I mean, because what, what was it? They weren't afraid of the fact of death, right? They were... It, it was something like that, right? Where he wasn't afraid of dying. But well, at least that's what Antonio's block. Yeah.
2: Antonius, yeah.
1: Well, I think it was the fact that he wanted to understand what, like, he wanted to see God. He needed to talk to God because, like, he was raised. He had
2: so many questions, so many
1: questions, or even the devil. Eventually, you know, eventually, in part of the movie, he's like, or I'll even talk to the fucking devil. Yeah. So yeah,
2: yeah, he goes to that 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 lady that was crazy, or they thought that she had the demon. He's oh, like, dude. Have you seen him? I need to speak to him. If you can, if you can, you know, be a medium between. This, because like he was literally about to go to the dark just so he could to, to prove existence of or to see or to speak to God and know that that he exists, which is right, because he's a knight of the Crusade. You know, oh. he's 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 the purest of the pure and
0: he's, disillusioned as fuck though. Right? Yeah. Oh, it
2: is. But like, he, but don't
0: because he's he's like that. I need to know that God is real. Like he he probably went to the fucking Crusades, pious as fuck, thinking he was gonna wage a holy war. And his fucking squires, like, you know, I've got fucking lice, I fucking... <laughs> I, I... people. What do you say? Yeah. I've been bitten by
1: snakes and, and... Yeah. All this shit. So... So yeah, the Seven Seal, Um, I guess the best way to sum it up is what y'all just said. A, a disillusioned knight who returns from the Crusades in Sweden, in the height of the Black Plague, um, gets visited by death, and he tries to prolong his time by playing a game of chess against death. And i think and i think i think they put in the movie i think the purpose is for him to do something of worth because he's so disillusioned he went to war he's coming back the plague is happening like what the fuck did i give my 10 years of life for you know what was the yeah. purpose um he wants to do one lasting thing which i think he does by helping the um acrobat and his wife leave uh, Yo Yo and Yo, Yo mia right um Mm-hmm. which is funny because their name I think their names are Joseph and Maria technically and so like you know Joseph and Mary kind of in a mm-hmm. way but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah no that's ultimately the premise and I think as far as I know we were kind of having questions about you know is this fantasy I I, I feel like it is because even Joseph is like he sees spirits Um which right. I mean, you can debate whether that's question, real or not
0: in in life but there's the question of the verisimilitude in this right oh, Where, yeah, well, mean... yeah. what is that damn now you're going to make so, me look so, it so so it means the appearance of being true or real right okay the appearance of looking true or real of being true or real
1: of being true or real so, so you know yeah, was you Playing really a there? game of chess with death is yeah. not not that's not real um, but again, that makes me. That's. I think that's what made me think of T.S. Eliot, The Wasteland, because that's literally one of the sections. It's called the Game of Chess. So I was like, wait, like, is I, I never found anything. I did try to look. Is there any like influences by that on Bergman um, or you know even Alejandro uh, Hordorowski But um, but yeah, what are y'all thoughts of the movie? Like, one, I, I would just say for me, it was, I thought it was going to be more like an art. Like apparently, it's it started the world cinema. Coming onto the scene in America and like the kind of like the art house film too, in a oh, in a way, but
0: I thought it was gonna be a lot more serious. But I, I there was a lot of funny, witty moments. In well, that that was the whole point, right? It's the, the dichotomy of like the seriousness with the you know jovial aspects of life and how in the midst of oh, yeah. joy there's death.
2: Yes, hmm. that was that was also one of the, the scenes that I liked was whenever they whenever he was playing chess and then he sees the the cart with the girl, uh, Mia and, and her child, uh, Michael, or me, Mik- Mikael. Yeah. <laughs> and that whole moment when everyone was all together. And, was, and he said, I will remember this mm-hmm. for as long as I can. as you know, like, I feel that and
0: that moment, just
2: little moments like that is what makes life, you know, livable and, and memorable and you enjoy it as much as you can. And yes, there is little funny moments with with the what's his name, the squire. I yeah. forget his name. Uh,
1: y- uh, Yawns. I think that's how it is.
2: like yeah, because like he was like egging on uh, the 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 Smith yeah. at one point. Like <laughs> yeah. that was kind of funny. Like, <laughs>
0: um, geez, man. Going no, back that, to that, oh, yeah, what you were saying about like that scene where they're all together. Talk about like a painting in the other movie where like where they're all sitting, smiling, and just looking off in the distance. That's like one of those medieval fucking paintings that you would see a fresco of just people mm-hmm. sitting there like that. When I saw that, I was like, Oh shit. That's- right. His
1: composition of his shots, mm-hmm. like they're just like what that scene, like, what you described, like it's like, you're looking at a painting, a visual painting. It's just the way he sets up his shots are very, you're like, Holy fuck. But you know, it's I'm glad. I mean, I'm relieved that you like that part. Cause in my mind, as I'm watching this, Zach, I'm like, Zach's probably gonna have an issue. Like, what was the point of that scene?
0: Like, of him, like going to talk. Look, to bro. It. At the end of the day, you just have this built-up image of me in your head, and guess what? That's that's you're, you're your right. truth, bro. My truth is my truth. Right? You know what? But we need to burn our self-images, of three of us,
1: and 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 that way we can become one.
0: Oh and man, we can, dude. We Maybe we should. We mountain. should get three men to wear masks of our faces and fuck each other. Whoa. What was that? Wow, much? you just you went you went <laughs> hardcore, bro. You
1: went scat on us. So,
2: have y'all ever seen y'all y'all seen some of the old uh, Twilight Zone uh, shows from the black and white? Yes, movies, right. Yeah, yeah. wasn't that didn't like this one? This uh, of the Seventh Seal didn't one episode of that like remind you of of this movie? Like like there was an episode I think it was like the, he was he, this guy was like known as the greatest salesman or something, and death visits him. And he tell him like you, it's your time to go. And then like essentially, he prolonged death by like giving such a great speech about like selling him this one thing and and just just sidetrack death from taking his life or taking <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was. No, it was I don't neat.
1: remember that one. But that's that's kind of a funny. That's a funny premise of a, of a of a story
2: it was like one yeah i don't know which episode it was but it it definitely reminded me of that just just the part with him talking to death or playing chess with death i think it's
0: a concept uh that we we play with a lot as humans because i mean we don't know how to fucking deal with the prospect of you know is there anything afterwards is there a god heaven hell is this it like how do we deal with death and uh, well is faust also about death
1: it's kind of like if i remember correctly it's kind of similar to you know the devil at the crossroads like faust sells his soul to the devil for fame or whatever um but then when the devil comes to collect he i forgot i forgot how like he delays it but i think ultimately the if i remember correctly it's like he
0: asks god to forgive him and like mm. remember, that's all you too. ever have to do, dude. Just like do this in your heart right before you die, dude. Just... But don't quote me on
1: that. I remember reading it like
0: uh, I don't know if it
1: was college. I think that's one thing I realized with this movie that everyone says, like reading a couple essays about it. It's like Bergman. This was like the first time that the idea of like what is death, what's going to happen, or the dealing with death, the fear of death, and and all of that was kind of actually put on a film.
0: Yeah. No, for sure. Like I saw some of that too. Like, and it's, it's immolated since then.
1: It. But yeah, it's it at that point up until it, And I guess when you think about when it was made, it's in the height of the Cold War, right? Um, nuclear destruction is the apocalypse. Imminent. The yeah. seventh seal, you exactly. know, exactly. Yeah, and so it's kind of a good contrast of what probably he and people were dealing with. But it's set in this medieval timepiece, so it never it never gets dated because it's a historical film. Or at least the context of it is, right? Um, but yeah, it's all that dread that everyone's probably dealing
0: with at that but point. But it also plays on the fact that just because right now we're feeling it doesn't mean the people back then weren't feeling it. People now are feeling it. Everybody no, thinks no, no, yeah. that they're living in the last age because they're somehow yeah. fucking special. It's a
2: constant theme that's repeating itself over. If I had over a dollar
0: right for now. every time mom told me that God's coming back soon, I would fucking well, <laughs> be fucking loaded. You'd-
1: well i think that's why uh the squire uh the squire resonated with me the you know ultimately Antonio's block and and the squire yawns are like don quixote and Sancho panza right like it's basically taking cervantes's tail and like putting it and using that that contrast of these two people but what you just said yawns kind of says something like that too out there the march of flagellants like goes by and he says like is this sustenance for modern people He's like, I've lived through everything that they've ever said is supposed to happen, right? And, like, when he said that, I go, that's exactly me. I've lived through supposedly so many end times since, like, in 1984, God was supposed to come back, bro. I was six or seven. Like, he never showed up. Like, in all Y2K. But, you know, maybe he did.
0: Maybe the only righteous people were taken. There was probably, like, 50 Jesus. (laughs) Mm, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> no wonder they have so it's much not, influence in, not even- in, in in heaven, dude. There's nobody not even, there,
1: <laughs> not even enough people to <laughs> notice, bro. Oh, uh, but no, I-, I think yeah, I think this film is that. And, and again, I- from what I saw on like a few, th- I think I I started listening to a-, a commentary version of it last night. And yeah, I mean Bergman was working through a lot of his like things of religion. He his- he was raised by a very religious father, who was technically a pushover, but like you know was very strict with him when it came to religion.
0: So like, he's working all Go that on about on the pushover. Stuff. Like you can't just drop who is technically a pushover without any context.
1: Well, no, that's how they described him. That his dad, his dad was a very strict religious person, but was kind of a pushover. The His mom was very strong willed. Oh, okay. So, gotcha. Gotcha. so okay. yeah, but yeah. And so they, they put a lot of this on him. And I think as he got into uh university, he, he, you know, kind of, I think he, he had a falling out with his parents and they didn't reconcile for a long time. So, you know, a lot of this, you know, he's probably dealing with that whole aspect of like, why did you push this religion on me uh, for so long? Right. And no one can speak to whether not even death could find God for him. Right. And first of all, death was the hardest working fucking guy in the world, bro. He's playing chess to get Antonio's block. soul. he has to cut down a fucking tree to get old fucking (laughs) scat. Like this dude is putting some work in to collect these bodies, bro. Like, (laughs) <laughs> um uh, but but yeah I, I think he's working out a lot of that stuff man and, and and it's just so crazy all the all the commentary that's going on in the movie right like even when he's we i think we talked about this earlier when he's talking to the girl who's supposedly a witch right and she's she, like I, sh- I, you know i need to see the devil can you introduce me or whatever he's saying and she's like no just come by
0: look at me look at my eyes and like he's like i don't i just see fear well, was, and then it, the, and then uh, she was like, "He's right behind you. Don't you see him?" Which just led to the the realization that she's just a poor crazy girl. Is, well, no, well, but also she, too, man. But also
1: oh. she said, "Well, no, all every other soldier that came around me saw him, and like it was for me, it was kind of like again growing up as you know a religion where you know it was very uh, fundamentalist in in a lot of degrees. It's it's uh, she had she had been convinced by the religious.
0: Mm, zealots
1: yeah. that she was evil and that the devil was with her and around her and in reality it wasn't and she was shocked that he didn't see it and he's like no you're you're just you're just scared there's fear or whatever it was he said to her like you 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 started to drink the kool-aid so much that you started to believe it yourself and that's a very bad part of religion zealots in general whether it's religion or political ideologies or whatever zealots will put something on somebody and if you're not of the right
0: mindset, you will begin to believe that yourself. I wonder if she had any cats. <laughs> cause think about it. Yeah. I, I saw something recently about how like during the plague, like, Oh, carriers yes. were rats and they, because they had the fleas and people who didn't get the plague were people with cats. Yes. And so they, women were getting all the it. cats cause they thought then, it was, so, so shut the fuck up. So <laughs> what happened was, Uh, women weren't getting women that had cats weren't getting sick and being charged as witches. And so Mm -hmm. that's something that's permeated throughout time that if you have a cat or cats are associated with witches. Right.
1: Well, and that's why the plague was going on too, because they also assumed that it was cats that was spreading it. So um, because of the fact that they thought that the women with cats were witches, so they thought that they were sending their Mm -hmm. little minions out to spread the plague. And so they were killing off the cats and obviously the rats started to run rampant and they were spreading. And then even like the whole flagellants March, supposedly that was like the church wanted people to do that. um, During that time. Fucking Catholic and and, and church, when man. you, th- when you think about what we just recently went through with the pandemic, that those groups of people were spreading the fucking plague as they, you know, beat themselves uh, and yeah. whipped themselves to um, find God's mercy. And, and even when I was watching that, I'm like, Jesus, you know, we think about, what happened in new orleans was it Rita or katrina whichever one the katrina right yeah um and how people and certain religious people were saying oh this is god's wrath and it's just it's funny looking at it then um and this is 1950s he's making this movie but also probably showing the prevalent idea of the medieval times is that anything that wicked and happens to the world of people like it's god you know
0: god's angry with us well except for whenever fucking it happens to the fucking red states whenever it happens to the red states you know can i have the emergency aid (laughs) let's not talk about (laughs) what if god might be mad at all our fucking abortion bans and shit
2: maybe uh what you call it is a reincarnation's real because everything always fucking repeats itself somehow in some other way or form based on societal and uh time frames where we're at in time and how far we are in technology and everything it's almost identical look guys it It all goes
0: back to the tower of babel Two hundred thousand years ago aliens curtailed our dna so that we no longer live hundreds of years and thus are trapped to repeat the cycles because we are constantly dying too young
2: it sounds like an anime premise but i'll watch it
0: (laughs) (laughs) you son of a bitch i'm in
2: If if God always wanted us to be one together with him, he's like, why would he break our language up? Huh? Like,
0: th- th- that never made any sense to why me. Why wouldn't he just keep all our souls together before they ever were released to Earth? <laughs>
2: Dude, what was that meme that you sent? He was like that one that <laughs> the, one with the
0: cat being dragged. It, it was like, like me, yeah. a caveman, three thousand being dragged to hell 3,000 years before <laughs> fucking religion's invented.
2: Yeah, it's like that. I'm going to hell. He's like, I didn't know about you because you scrambled our fucking languages. You fucking cunt. Like, how would I know that you were God? Cause these people didn't make a translator. You idiot. Like, what were you thinking?
1: No, I think <laughs> it when, sense. when Zach mentioned the tower of Babel and like, if I remember, you know, basing on what I remember of the story, you know, I, I, I do really kind of sometimes feel like it, it was aliens. Yeah, know, well, I mean, and, think about and, it. And
0: we were trying to reach their ship, and they were, they were like, no, we can't have right? that. <laughs> well, there's that, right? So there's that aspect. But also, if you think about the Tower of Babel, how the fuck, if it's not aliens and it's actually God, Yahweh, whatever the fuck you want to call this version of God, maybe it was Jehovah, maybe it was Yahweh at this point. I, I think they're separate gods at some point uh, in my own theories. But in reality, if it was them, one of those supreme beings and that's the reality of our existence why the fuck didn't they want us to get on their level why were they like nah how dare you you scum it, that's like that's like fucking racism right there like
2: oh god is racist
0: or going back to the
1: holy mountain the way it ends right and and you know and we'll talk about this a little bit in the next week's episode of the wizard of oz they didn't want the curtain to be drawn they do not want to be like, oh, we're just regular fucks like you. We just have advanced technology. Well, you that's, I mean? if, it if, that's if it was the
0: alien. That's if it was
1: the alien. That's why they don't like, oh, if they show up here, they're going to realize we have just the same level. Like, actually, they're more united than we are. Well, right yeah, now, I mean, honestly, tower.
0: if it were aliens, a- this, the, the, the theory is like aliens came down, saw these prime prime apes, and spliced some, DN- some of the DNA to create humans, right? What they didn't probably realize is that, oh, shit, Maybe we should be a bit more careful. These things can learn way quicker, right. and so let's curtail that fucking knowledge. And there's somebody that that reference I made about the DNA thing. There's somebody that I'd seen mentioned something about at the Tower of Babel that happened, and they curtailed their DNA, so we could no longer live hundreds of years. Um, huh. But I, I mean, isn't you that can't, kind you of the can't whole- really tell the crazy from? The- for not crazy
1: <laughs> but isn't that the whole point of that series uh, off Armor
0: Armageddon Reed. yes
1: right like that's kind of we lost this this war against a very advanced technological yeah being and like and to keep the world safe we repress our ability to so that they um, don't advance. like
0: they're not able to see us when they look yes. through space yeah
1: I mean that would be crazy too right like the fact that the reason why we can't find um, you know Intelligent life throughout the universe is because we're actually hiding from it. Yeah. Because um, we're not as advanced and we're not as bright as we think we are. And uh, it would be an annihilation. And so hey, all man. the governments in the world are trying to protect us by keeping us petty.
0: What, what was us the fucking documentary? What was, do you remember that one with the the guy? Was it Undisclosed or something? That one guy with uh bob lazar not bob lazar there's another guy he's like talked to presidents and stuff um oh but he's got like the the meditation or something yeah 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 yeah. he's got got, like he does the meditation and he's like i can communicate with these other beings and you're just like is that real (laughs) (laughs) how do how do you do that is there can i
1: buy a uh is there like a class i can take you
0: know all it would be like if that happened mom would just be like it's demons
1: yeah no it's always demons it was the devil has falsified um, carbon records um, whatever it is it's it's always
0: it's it's amazing if, it's a, if the devil has the technology to falsify records and all this stuff like why doesn't he just give us some really great technology to where we're like we don't need god like if he's that on that level why yeah, can't yeah. why, why right. don't that's we have big a yeah.
2: brain dude that's too big brain they don't think <laughs> that far ahead dude Do you have
1: a certificate that says you don't have donkey brains? (laughs) (laughs) No, but you know, I feel like as we're saying this, we're missing out on some probably gold stories that we could be telling about the imaginations that the, the imaginative leaps that people who are, you know, very fundamental religions or whatever it is that they make to disprove what is scientific. Like, I feel like there's stories there that we're just not, you know, tapping into like the crazy imaginative leap that they make like just create a world where th- like the devil does have the ability to do this and why hasn't he got to what Zach's saying because there's all this bureaucratic bullshit he's dealing with in fucking hell you know like it just could be like this whole other <laughs> fucking world and you know ultimately he's trying to do that but everybody likes
0: the status quo down in hell it's right because now. he fuck they they took his keys <laughs> Right. Jesus went down, <laughs> took the keys, wow. and so he's constantly trying to get into a fucking door, and it takes him forever because he has to pick the goddamn lock. Right, right. So
2: you're telling me he couldn't hire a locksmith or just kick down the door. And
0: it's hell, you know? so everything's
1: melting. So like a, a paperclip doesn't last long in hell. So yeah, you, he yeah, yeah. like, can't pick the lock. Like it's he, you know, he, he's got to go forge fucking some, you know, metal together to like go in there and pick the fucking lock. So yeah, it's just it's endless, bro. It's endless, and you got to I mean, figure hell's like. That- way yeah. deep so it's like many many flights of stairs and every fucking
0: stairs has a door at the top like so there's you... an elevator but again the key <laughs> to the, the key elevator to... <laughs> was <laughs> <laughs> so
2: what is hell is depicted as and 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 the bible what is it like the the, well, I, the lake of fire the lake, the lake of fire, of fire. Uh, so i guess there's some sort of light i don't know i always thought it would just be dark and be like some people are just poking at you with the stick and shit. <laughs> you're like who touched I feel my like ass that's worse <laughs> did you did you touch my <laughs> ass?
1: do it again do it again do it again
2: oh my god dude like yeah i don't know i always thought it would be like i mean i always i did hear that i just don't know why i always thought it would be like you're in the dark you hear wailings of 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 dread and despair and the you know, obviously there's demons there to, to fuck with you, and I don't know, I thought there would just be light, some sort of light there.
1: Yeah, but I think as I've gotten older, I just feel like hell is what you, is your... Look, look, I think we've mentioned on here, and I know that Z- Josh has said this, like, off air, but the torment that we give ourselves from shit that we do years ago or can't forgive ourselves for, like, I just think hell's enough, like, it's just your fucking own like torment turned up on a thousand, yeah, uh, sure.
0: you know yeah, yeah. I mean? sure. you know. I was just would saying, like the depiction it. of, huh? No, you go ahead.
2: I was gonna like, just like I was just thinking, like what I don't remember what the actual depiction was from what the Bible was saying, but I <sighs> <sighs> weeping was, and gnashing of teeth, bro. Weeping and gnashing. What? What is gnashing of teeth like? Uh, just like it's you like
0: <laughs> a motor and pestle just grinding so much, up yeah. teeth. Ugh. <laughs> that just, that's because you, that's you, you so weird.
1: because that's how the devil tells his lies It's the ground up teeth of the people in hell,
0: and so he's always he uses so it in his spells. So exactly. he walks up <laughs> behind you, and, <laughs> and that's how he makes. That's <laughs> how he.
1: That's how he doctors the carbon dating of fossils and all those things. The teeth of people in hell ground up into. Oh
0: hell. yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's how... why the tooth fa- the tooth fairies the devil. There's it's it. true. It's true because the devil. <laughs> The root of all evil is money, and the tooth fairy brings money, dude. Mm. Oh shit, bro. <laughs> well, the love, the love of
1: money. So yeah, the children love to get that's, money for the fucking team. bastard. That's Sorry, fucking bro. Bastard we we yeah. want
0: to be
2: we want to be accurate here on the mat Like I've made a lot of mistakes, and I've bro, heard about if we were them. In church. If we were in church and we told that story, they would believe it one hundred percent. If we were on the pulpit <laughs> and we gave. That exact speech, Bro, they'd be that, like, "You're right. We can't do a tooth fairy." Anymore. There would be you people jumping away.
0: up and down, dude. Do It'd we have a guy say, give your money to hauling. God?
2: He <laughs> yeah, exactly. would purify guy, it exactly. There'd be a guy just hauling ass, just in his suit and everything, sweating up a fucking storm because he he
0: felt the Holy Spirit told him to run down the hall. You know, <laughs> when in actuality. It was the cocaine he did, 15 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) The nimbus cloud of cocaine, if you will.
2: The nimbus cloud of cocaine. Oh, my gosh, dude. Fucking... These people, man. They really... Yeah. They felt something, man. They felt something. They was like, bro, you having a seizure, man? Like, I I know that we feel things in a different level, but holy
0: shit, you're really feeling it, dude. (laughs) Maybe maybe they were on drugs, dude. Maybe. I mean, like, if Antonius Block could fucking... Have the same conviction these people would. Totally different movie, dude. He'd be, he'd be like, no, you win, death. Take me, take me <laughs> right. to be my maker. Let it be so. But he
1: was, yeah. But I guess his whole thing was he didn't want he like he was raised with God. He went and fought for God, and it was all fucking senseless. But yet God remained in him. way. Like I think that's what he was telling death. Like, why is this God in me? Why can't I rip him out? Why does he mock me in reality? Like, just, like fuck you, man. Like, I, I did what you wanted and it was all fucking pointless, right?
0: Well, there's um, that, but he also still has questions of whether or not it's real. So, the, the right, god right. within him is, like, his question or this Which idea, like... would that like, mean? Am I real? Can, are you in me right now? <laughs> no, no. like, like <laughs>
1: is, is that maybe part of why he's, like, if, if he's in me and he's real, like, if he's not, am I real? Even, like, is, is this whole... Is it all pointless? And I Maybe. think eventually he says that. Like I think death. I forgot. I don't remember what death said, but I do remember him saying that life is just senseless horror. And Well, yeah, it is. And I think he said something about like we created an idol out of out of our fear, and we and we called it God. And for me, I was like, damn, that's basically the fucking premise of like how I look at the world. It's like, and I think we kind of talked about this when we talked about Nope a little bit on episode. It's like the thing that we feared, we turned it into a god, and then we. Made this contractual idea of faith, and that's it. And so um, it just haunts us ever since. It's all just senseless horror, and you got to find the happy moments, like eating milk and wild strawberries on the seashore.
0: Yeah, just touching the grass. Moments, dude. You know, since you brought up nope, that reminds me of in the Holy Mountain, the monkey as well. That like, do you feel like? Oh man! I uh, think someone died. Wait. Is what you're saying? What what no, his, no. Do he, you think "In Nope name? is a reference to the Holy Mountain because it's set out in the mountains, and there's mm. the fucking ship hanging out over it. There's the the monkey scene. Like, do you feel like there's some like oh, parallels yeah, yeah, there, that there, he was trying to draw be. on there? There could be.
1: I didn't even think of that because it wasn't. At one point, the monkey was wearing yellow. Didn't. I'm thinking of Curious George. Never mind, different monkey. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that, that's that's an actual monkey, a drawn monkey. This that is a chimp, monkey I was think.
1: actually, I think, when his name was something like Sharasco, Sharasco, the, the chimp or something. Well, he, he had done a couple pe- other movies. And the video essay guy goes, "But he never did a movie after your movie, Alejandro. Did he
0: find <laughs> enlightenment?" Like the guy's like making his joke,
1: and I was like, "Damn, did that monkey did find fucking enlightenment?"
0: Well, <laughs> like, think about like. Also, a note, there's like the director who's like known for being a fucking prolific director and getting all these shots, and he's like doing anything to get the shot. Like, is Ooh. that also like maybe a, a call to fucking Alejandro? Yeah, no, for
1: sure, for sure. Especially like he was gonna pre- he was gonna videotape or film a woman had given birth, a live birth, like he, anything to get the shot for his image or what he's trying to put on there. I see, I saw this deleted scene where they're like on this top of this crag of a rock like and he was standing up there and like he he said the whole point of it was the alchemist was going to be like if you can climb like this rock then you can climb the mountain like it was part of that montage of the training or whatever and and i'm like looking at it and i'm thinking how the fuck did he get up there did they use a crane did the helicopter drop him off there like it's a very like like it's it's very i'm, I'm like dude how how did nobody die
0: like how did nobody fall off that <laughs> the rock the very mr miyagi he's like wash my car <laughs> and he's <laughs> and then he's like now now wash my car when they're fighting <laughs> the wax on oh yeah wax wax wax, wax the floor <laughs> this
1: is, paint paint the fence or whatever um but josh you know josh <laughs> i just it just something just made me think of remember the scene where they're bathing the thief and you're like no i would i would, I would not feel comfortable with
0: them um wiping um, your no. butt
2: God, the dude, washing that the hairy crack washing part made me so uncomfortable. I was like...
0: <laughs> it made you uncomfortable mm. because you were like, don't just look at it. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> the whole that, reason I bring
1: that, that up, though, is because when he was going to do this movie, again, Alan Klein, the manager of the Beatles at the time, like, invested in it, George Harrison was going to be the thief. And he told Alejandro... I will do the movie, but you got it. Like, I guess in the script, he was supposed to actually show his b-hole. And George Harrison was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, well, I'm not taking it out. But then you see the scene, he doesn't actually show the butthole. So it's like... I mean, maybe if you pause it and you, like, really you might see it. But yeah, George Harrison was supposed to play the thief, and he was like, no, I'm not going to show my asshole as you're watching it. Um, So I was like, well, I guess him and Josh are very... Yeah, him and Josh were on the right, but Josh was like, no, it's just the whole, like, her, her nails, like, I don't want that like pricking my bubble. Yeah, hole.
2: dude, like, yeah, she was washing his, cr- his hairy crack with like <laughs> these silver, like, fingertip things. I don't know what they were, but like, I'm like, uh, you're gonna slice that crack, you're gonna make a new crack in that crack, it's gonna hurt
0: or it'll feel good.
1: Yeah, apparently, this, like, I guess it was because of the feces scene in the jar, but like, apparently, there was a huge controversy when they sh- they showed it at Cannes in '73. They showed this, like, the people were like and it's like you. and I was actually quite surprised they didn't actually
0: show him shitting into it
2: yes room. I was saying that I was, was
0: hoping <laughs> he would take a shit in there like for real dude. yeah bro I, I've seen enough people shitting in my life like
2: <laughs> <laughs> really you actually seen people like from a side angle in like, videos. In a like clear... have you not seen
0: two girls one cup bro
2: yes I have seen that oh, I have seen a, God, I've that actually is... seen another one like one priest one nun You 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 can already guess what what that is exactly exactly it's I don't okay it's literally this nun just asking she's she's a German one she's like oh I want the puda and then like the priest just shits in her mouth like oh that's good puda it was the weirdest shit I've ever
1: seen (laughs) the fuck (laughs) bro. It's leave art. it to I mean, the it's whole- art.
0: it's art dude yeah it's, it's art. art. it's, it's art. art. <laughs> <laughs> leave it to the holy mountain to take us to some food
2: oh my god dude
0: but uh on the topic of uh of germany y'all should watch dark it's fucking amazing i'm on season i've nine seen the first so season watch it, no, you, I've, you, I've watched the first season before
1: oh man i just i was just told like when the second season came out somebody was a reviewer said oh you probably want to rewatch the first one again yeah i did and it was good but i felt like i didn't miss much in the first one dude like
0: because you know me i'm it's always just good to have the refresher because there's a lot that don't it, spoil anything it, yeah there's a lot that it plays on like everything is interconnected right okay oh is that it i thought that was <laughs> yeah i thought everything's connected i'm like and, and and the thing is like i don't like to spoil things like okay you need to experience it bro don't go read anything don't do anything enjoy well, it. Well, I mean, I've already wow, saw the dude. first season, so
1: I, I, I <laughs> just know. Just enjoy it,
0: bro. Just enjoy it. Okay. Okay. You're right.
2: You're bro. right. You like, know what? People, like like you're just like, going to have to, Zach, you're just going to have to accept people do do different things. Like, I have a friend, where well, I'm going to go well, a little off topic, like, I have a friend that, like, I love to play games blindly. My friend literally brings up a walkthrough and plays the game. It pisses me off, but it's not going to change their sure, view of how they sure. do these
0: things. But think about this, like, would you consider it weird if Somebody was stalking a person, got to know everything about them, went and started convinced, uh, somehow dated them and then had sex with them. Would you think that's a weird way to go about doing it? Yeah, but that's that's an that's absurdum diff- fallacy. Yeah, that's so different. All I'm saying is, like, it's not experiencing the truth of, like, falling in love for the first time. Because I could, I could. That's counter, the analogy could, that I'm using. Like I'm I just can saying, counter
1: like, your analogy. Your and your analogy would be right if I that person never saw the girl or the or the male of what they look like. All they did was research all their hard data, uh, financial health, all this stuff, but never seen them.
0: Well, I mean, you could and what you, they look well, like. Well, maybe they like have the general image of them, but their face and their body's blurred. So you just see the so like you're watching them. And you're like, oh, I, I, I get this general shape of them and how they interact with like their bedroom and all these different things. Like, but regardless, it's like you have some preconceived notion of what the person is without their knowledge of it, and so you go into meeting them, knowing all this stuff, and then it it removes the serendipity, bro. The, the, but I feel the like we all that.
1: have preconceived ideas, even if I didn't do the research on a person. If I saw a girl, yeah, but then you learn about
0: how no, we, different reality is from that versus what you're bringing into it like sure you know you see somebody you think maybe they're this person maybe they're that type of person etc but you don't have like research into them before but
1: i i i, I okay again to what Joshua said like probably not going to change each other here but um i, I think know. you're failing to remember that i'm the one that when i watch a movie i'm always relating it to it's something like this or that so like it doesn't matter if I go into a I'm movie. I'm just telling you that's, the wrong, anything, way, <laughs> oh, that's the wrong way, bro. I'm just saying that's the wrong way. Like, look, dude. Like, it's just who I am, bro. It's, it's, it's. You know, going back to the Seven Seal, like that whole thing came off of a fresco that he used to look at at a church. It's a painting by Albertus Picor. I forgot what his name is, but it's literally of a guy playing chess with with death. And so he just took that and made the movie, and like you see reminisce that in the movie. Like I'm always going to be that guy. I'm going to be looking for, where have I seen this before? Or what is this representing in this person's life? Um, especially if I know them already, if I know a director and I've read up on him, like you're going to see what he's putting in there. Like, Oh yeah, that's probably from when this fucking happened when he was a kid or whatever. Like that's just who I am. So like me going in blind is not going to really help. Cause all I'm going to do is try to connect it to something I already seen or, or, or read about or whatever. But, uh, Sure, but I do find sure. it interesting in the Seven Seals like that same premise of like how he took the idea for that movie from a fresca and he basically layers in what's going to happen to the troop of people when the painters in the church the painting. The, the, yeah it was like oh shit like talk about again symmetry like that's how it ends and which was a pretty cool shot the horizon
0: I like that yeah
1: yeah it was a pretty cool like I want to get a t-shirt made out of that and wear it around
2: Wasn't expecting this fantasy uh, first week to be so. I guess ex- existential. Right. I guess I was not expecting. It. I was definitely right. ex- expecting. Uh. Oh, a fantasy. <laughs> like Zach said, elves and dwarves and fantastical creatures and right. you know magic. Maybe you know. I mean, there's no. some sort of magic going on in here, but I
0: I, I was pleasantly surprised. I mean, obviously. They're heavier and, you know, don't mm-hmm, fall yeah. into the genre. But yeah, they're, they're very good, very yeah. good films. And I think I
1: said this before we started recording today, but it, 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 for me, it makes sense. The fact that these are a little heavier and dealt with religion, because like in general, the idea of religion could be a fantastical idea to some people, right? Um, try to explain to a monkey that, you know, the banana he's eating, he's got to give 10% to uh, the church because there's a God in heaven that says to happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's a fantastical or fantasy kind of idea. Um, And that's why I think I like The Seven Seal a lot uh, is because he's kind of struggling with that idea that had been put in his head. But yeah, pretty heavy heart art, art house, cinema, world cinema. Um, it, I think it kind of uh, gave us a little more color to the palette that we paint with here on the Manfall show. But uh I'm kind of glad we're in the fantasy. And so I will say, I guess next week we should... Give all our listeners a warning. Uh, We're kind of changing it up because we will be watching The Wizard of Oz, which is, I think, my favorite for sure, all-time movie, um, and loved by many. Um, We're going to be doing that as a favorite, but since we were also going to watch Return of Oz, which is a horrible, fancy movie, um, (laughs) instead of doing separate episodes, we're going to tag-team them together um, so we can kind of talk between the both of them. So next week, The Wizard of Oz and Return to Oz will be what we'll be discussing. See you next week, guys. Bye. See
2: ya.